Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I have another episode of Wednesday Night Royalty, where I'm going to review the Royal Rumble 1991. Uh, starting off the evening, we go into our first match of the night, is the Orient Express with Mr. Fuji versus the Rockers. Uh, starting off the match, the Orient Express attack the Rockers. Orient Express then hits a backdrop on Shawn Michaels. The Rockers then get up, hits a, uh, they both hit a tope on the Orient Express to the outside. Janetti then hits an arm drag on a member of the Orient Express. Michaels then hits a shoulder tackle on one of the members of the Orient Express. Michaels then applies a sleeper hold. Cato hits a chop off the top rope on Michaels. Michaels then hits a moonsault off the top rope on Cato in the middle of the ring. The Rockers then hit a double drop kick on, Ori- on the Orient Express. Rockers then hit a double cross body off the top rope on the Ori- Orient Express on the outside. Michaels then hits a suplex on Cato. Mr. Fuji then hits Michaels with a cane on the outside. Orient Express then hit a clothesline on Michaels. Janetti then hits a drop kick on Kato. Janetti then hits a power slam on Kato, pins him for the two. Rockers then both hit the super kick on Kato. And Janetti ends up hitting a roll up and pins for the three. And your winners of the match are the Rockers. Um, this was a really decent match. Um, I mean, it, was, it really wasn't that bad. I wouldn't say it was a top notch match. Um, I know a little bit about the Orient Express. Um, obviously, I know a lot about Mr. Fuji. He was a great manager. Um, and the Rockers, obviously, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, um, really good tag team way before their time. And, and the moves that they were doing, obviously, at that time was way before anybody's time. Nobody was doing the same kind of moves that they were doing. Very high-flying moveset. And, you know, Shawn Michaels is a legend, hands down. Um, probably one of the best in-ring competitors of all time. Uh, but all in all, it was a really good tag team match. So hats off to the Rockers for getting the win. Um, in this tag team uh, matchup. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the big boss man versus Barbarian. Uh, starting off the match, boss man throws Barbarian into the post on the outside. Boss man then hits a clothesline on, on Barbarian, sending him, sending both of them to the outside. Barbarian then hits a suplex on boss man. Barbarian then hits a devastating clothesline on boss man. Boss man then gets up, hits uh, boss man leg is tied up into the ropes on the outside. Barbarian attacks boss man on the outside. Barbarian then throws Bossman into the ring post. Heenan then hits Bossman on the outside. Barbarian then applies a bear hug on the Bossman. Bossman breaks the hold. Barbarian then hits an elbow drop on Bossman. Barbarian then applies another bear hug on Bossman. Uh, then uh, Bossman breaks the hold. Bossman ends up hitting a step up in Zaguri on Barbarian. Bossman then throws Barbarian headfirst into the ropes. Barbarian then hits a devastating clothesline off the top rope on Bossman, pins it for the two. Barbarian then gets up, hits a pod driver on Bossman. Again, absolutely brutal. Barbarian then hits a crossbody off the top rope, but Bossman turns it into a pin and pins Barbarian for the three, and your winner of the match is Bossman. Again, not a bad match. Um, Barbarian, again, massive dude, really big guy. Um, and as far as the Bossman is concerned, I was I was never really a big fan of Bossman, but I will say this was probably one of his best matches I've ever seen him in. Um, it was very athletic, very back and forth, very competitive. Um, so hats off to Bossman and again the Barbarian and Bobby Heenan again as a manager man is one of the best managers of all time. The Weasel, Bobby Heenan, whatever you guys want to call him. Um, so rest in peace to Bobby Heenan. But obviously this was this was a really good match um, and a great showcase and showing from uh, Big Bossman. So hats off to him for getting the win. Um, after that match, we can go to our next match of the evening. It is for the WWF Championship. It is Sergeant Slaughter versus Ultimate Warrior for Ultimate Warrior's WWF Championship. Um, starting off the match, Warrior hits a clothesline on Slaughter. Warrior then hits a back body drop on Slaughter. Warrior then hits a shoulder tackle 
on Slaughter in the middle of the ring. Sherry then comes down to the down to the ring. She grabs the leg of Warrior. Warrior goes after her. Then Savage meets uh, attacks Warrior at the entrance ramp. Slaughter then applies a bear hug on Warrior. Warrior breaks the hold. Slaughter then hits a back breaker on Warrior in the middle of the ring. Slaughter then gets up, applies the camel clutch on Warrior. Warrior breaks the hold. Warrior hits a clothesline on Slaughter. Warrior then gets up, hits a flying shoulder tackle on Slaughter. Then Sherry then comes down to the ring again uh, is involved in the match. Warrior then hits a press slam on Sherry, sending her to the outside on Savage. Slaughter then hits a running knee on Warrior. Savage then hits Warrior with the scepter. Um, yeah, hits him with the scepter. Slaughter then hits an elbow drop on Warrior and pins for the three, and your winner of the match and new at that time WWF champion, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, again, decent match. was really good. I'm guessing what was going on was that Obviously, there was some kind of animosity between Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage at this time. Um, I guess it was pretty much setting up a feud between them two and setting up a big match. Um, and it could have been like the next WrestleMania that was leading up after this. I'm not really sure um, because I know that I know Sherry was working with Macho Man, and then eventually um, Savage went to work working back with uh, Miss Elizabeth again. Um, so I mean, this was really like I said, this was really a good match. It really was. I mean, again, Sergeant Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter. But uh, Ultimate Warrior was really – he really held his own in this match, man. I, and what I mean by that is Sergeant Slaughter. This was a really good showcase by him. He was getting his ass kicked out by Ultimate Warrior throughout the match. Obviously, he, uh, you know, Slaughter had help with Sherry and um, Randy Savage coming out to the ring and getting involved in the match. But it was a decent match. It really was. So hats off to uh, Sergeant Slaughter and Ultimate Warrior for a good match. Um, after that match, we can go into our next match of the evening. It is Coco Beware versus the Mountie. Um, decent match. Uh, starting off the match, Coco hits a drop kick on the Mountie. Coco then hits an arm drag on Mountie as well. Mountie then gets up, throws Coco head first into the turnbuckle. Coco then hits a devastating net breaker on Mountie. Coco then hits a scoop slam on Mountie in the middle of the ring. Coco then hits a drop kick off the top rope on Mountie. Coco then hits a springboard cross body on the Mountie as well. But Mountie then gets up, hits a like uh, running choke slam on Coco Beware and pins it for the three. And your winner of the match is Mountie. Um, it was like I said, decent match. Definitely a mid card match. Um, but it was it was a good showing from Coco Beware for like for sure. It was definitely he was more active in the match. Um, great move set. And uh, again, I think he was kind of before his time as well. So hats off to Coco Beware and the Mountie for a great match. Um, after that match, we're going to our next match of the evening. It's probably one of my favorite matches on this card. Um, it is Dusty Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes versus Ted DiBiase and Virgil. Uh, starting off the match, DiBiase and Virgil attack both Dusty and Dustin Rhodes. Dustin then hits a high, uh, hits a flying clothesline on Virgil. Dustin then hits a drop kick on Virgil as well. Dustin then hits a shoulder tackle on Virgil. Dustin then hits a devastating clothesline on Virgil, sends him to the outside. DiBiase then gets in the match, hits a clothesline on Dustin. DiBiase then hits a devastating chop on Dustin as well. DiBiase then hits a back body drop on Dustin. Dustin then gets up, hits a bionic elbow on DiBiase. Dusty then gets in the match. Dusty hits a chop on DiBiase. Dusty then applies a sleeper hold on DiBiase in the middle of the ring. Dustin then hits a drop kick on DiBiase. Virgil hits a devastating clothesline on Dustin. Then Virgil goes to hit Dustin. Misses, misses Dustin. Hits DiBiase instead. Both DiBiase and Virgil are. DiBiase attacks Virgil in the middle of the ring. DiBiase then hits a roll up on Dusty after Dusty hits the post. Rolls Dusty up and pins Dusty for the three. And your winners of the match are Ted DiBiase and Virgil. Um, again, like I said, this was probably one of my favorite matches of the night. I'm a humongous Dusty Rhodes fan. And I honestly didn't think, I didn't know that Dustin even made any kind of in-ring, um, appearance with WWE at all, to be honest. I did I really didn't know that. And then seeing him 
obviously tagging with his dad, Dusty Rhodes. It was a, it was really cool, really really cool, and uh, it just show, it goes to show you, man, how like how long Dustin Rhodes has been wrestling. I mean, this was 1991 for WWE. I mean, I'm sure he wrestled a little bit before that, I think, but this was 1991, and this dude is still wrestling today. He's wrestling on AEW, so you know. Hats off to Dustin Rhodes. Hats off to, obviously, Dusty. And it was a good showcase from Ted DiBiase and Virgil as well. But this was probably one of my favorite matches on this card, man. And that's not me trying to be biased or anything because I'm a Dusty Rhodes fan. But it was a really good showcase from both teams. It really was. Um, After that match, we go into our next match of the night and our main event. It is the Royal Rumble 30-man match. Um, Starting off the match, Bret Hart is the first entrant into the Royal Rumble. After him, it is Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo is now the second entrant into this match. Starting off the match, though, Hart hits a flying forearm on Dino. Hart then hits a drop kick on Dino in the middle of the ring. Hart then hits an atomic drop on Dino as well. Dino gets up, hits a scoop slam on Hart. Greg Valentine is now the next entrant into the ring. Valentine attacks Dino. Dino and Valentine exchange in the middle of the ring. Valentine, Valentine throws Dino headfirst into the turnbuckle, and Valentine eliminates Dino. Dino is now eliminated from the match. Hart hits an atomic drop on Valentine. Hart then gets up, hits a clothesline on Valentine as, uh, Valentine as well. Paul Roma is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Roma goes on the attack on Hart. Valentine and Roma both attack Hart. Roma attacks Valentine as well. Hart hits an atomic drop, atomic drop on Paul Roma. Valentine hits a uh, chop on Roma. Kerry uh, Von Eric is the next entrant into the match. Kerry attacks uh, Paul Roma. Uh, Valentine uh, hits a chop on Kerry. Roman then hits a drop kick on Von Eric. Rick Martell is the next entrant into the into the match. Martell attacks Bret Hart. Martell hits a axe handle off the top rope on Hart. Teddy Atlas is the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Hart and Roma attack Atlas. Bushwhacker Butch is the next entrant into the match. Uh, Valentine attacks Butch. Atlas is now eliminated from the match. Jake Roberts is now the next entrant. Roberts goes on the attack on Rick Martell. Roberts hits a devastating clothesline on Martell. Valentine then hits a elbow drop on Roberts. Hercules is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble match. Roma and Hercules attack Butch. Tito Santana is now the next entrant into the match. Tito goes on the attack on Martel. Then Von Eric applies a call on Roberts. Undertaker is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble as well. Undertaker goes on the attack on Bret Hart. Undertaker ends up eliminating Bret Hart. Hart is now eliminated from the match. Taker then goes to attack Kerry Von Eric. Jimmy Snuka is now the next entrant into this match. Snuka attacks Rick Martel. Undertaker then eliminates Butch. Butch is now eliminated. British Bulldog is the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Bulldog attacks Rick Martell. Seems like everybody was trying to attack Martell throughout this entire match. Smash is the next entrant from Demolition. He's now in the match. Martell eliminates Jake Roberts. Roberts is now eliminated. Road Warrior Hawk is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble, as well as Shane Douglas. Hawk eliminates Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Snuka is now eliminated. Kerry Von Eric is also eliminated from the match, as well as Paul Roma. Road Warrior Animal is now the next entrant into the match. Legion of Doom both attack the Undertaker, and they actually end up eliminating eliminates, eliminating uh, Undertaker. Undertaker is now eliminated from the match. Martell eliminates Hawk. Hawk is now eliminated from the match. Crush from Demolition is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Demolition go on the attack on British Bulldog. Jim Duggan is now the next entrant. Duggan goes on the attack on Smash from Demolition. Earthquake is now the next entrant as well. Earthquake eliminates Animal. Animal is now eliminated. Mr. Perfect is the next entrant. Duggan attacks Mr. Perfect in the middle of the ring. Mr. Perfect ends up eliminating Jim Jim the Hacksaw Duggan. Duggan is now eliminated. Hogan is now the next entrant. Hogan eliminates Smash from Demolition. He is now eliminated. 
Hogan attacks Earthquake. Perfect attacks Hogan as well. Haku was the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Valentine is now eliminated from the Royal Rumble match. Jim the, Ham- Jim the Anvil Nyhart is the next entrant. Earthquake eliminates Tito Santana. Santana is now eliminated. Uh, Bushwhacker Luke is now the next entrant into the Royal Rumble. Earthquake eliminates Luke. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Luke is now eliminated. Brian Nobbs from the Nasty Boys is now the next entrant. Everyone pretty much goes on the attack on Brian Hobb. Brian Nobbs when he enters the ring. Uh, Brian Nobbs then eliminates Hercules. Hercules is now eliminated. Warlord is now the next entrant. Warlord attacks Davey Boy Smith. Hogan eliminates Crush. Crush is now eliminated. Hogan, Hogan then eliminates Warlord. Warlord is now eliminated. Tugboat is the next entrant. Tugboat goes on the attack on Earthquake. Shane Douglas is now eliminated from the match. Hogan eliminates Tugboat. Tugboat is eliminated from the match as well. Martel eliminates Jim the Anvil Nyhard. Nyhard is now eliminated. British Bulldog eliminates Haku. Haku is now out of the match. Martel hits a scoop slam on British Bulldog. Martel then gets eliminated in the match. He is no longer in the Royal Rumble. Earthquake and Brian Nobbs end up eliminating British Bulldog. He is out of the Royal Rumble match. Earthquake and Brian Nobbs end up attacking Hulk Hogan. Hogan ends up eliminating Brian Nobbs. Brian Nobbs is now eliminated from the match. Earthquake hits a devastating elbow drop on Hogan. Earthquake then gets up, hits a power slam on Hogan as well. Hogan gets up, hits a scoop slam on Earthquake. And Hogan ends up eliminating Earthquake. And your winner of the 1991 Royal Rumble is Hulk Hogan. Um, Again, all in all, this wasn't a bad show. It really wasn't. Um, The Royal Rumble had a lot of notable names. You know, Rick Martell. Like I said, a lot of people were going after Martell throughout this entire Royal Rumble. It was kind of funny. Um, Like I said, a couple um, notable names. Shane Douglas. Uh, big ECW superstar, you know, ECW heavyweight champion. He was involved in this match um, and pretty much held his own. So hats off to Shane Douglas. Uh, Kerry Von Erich was also a part of this match. You know, the Von Erichs, rest in peace to Kerry Von Erich. Um, it was great seeing him in this match as well. He was really doing good too. Um, the other a big name in this match that was really holding his own, I would have to give it to him, is uh, Rick Martell, even though everybody was trying to eliminate him, and the British Bulldog. British Bulldog was really holding his own. He he was like the final four, I believe, that were in this match in the Royal Rumble. So hats off to British Bulldog. Rest in peace to uh, the British Bulldog as well. Um, but all in all, this was a really good match. Um, it, the Rumble was really good. Um, a couple of matches I like probably could have done without. And again, I understand it's mid-card. The Mountie Coco Beware match. I could have done without that, to be honest with you. Um, to me... I don't think there's really left of anything left more that Coco Beware can do in the ring. I'm not taking anything away from his athletic ability, but I just don't think they had anything else storyline-wise for him at this time. Um, I feel like they were kind of done with Coco Beware at this time. The Sergeant Slaughter Ultimate Warrior match was okay. Um, didn't really like the outcome as far as the winner. But um, I understand, you know, the storyline between Warrior and Savage and, you know, Sherry being involved and, you know, pretty much trying to beat the hell out of Ultimate Warrior and distract him and have Sergeant Slaughter go over and get the win. I, I do get that, but eh. But I, I will say, you know, to me, you know, the match of the night besides the Rumble would be Dustin Rhodes and Dusty versus Ted DiBiase and um, Virgil. And, again, it, people can say what they want. You know, oh, you're a Dusty fan. I am a Dusty fan, but it was really cool seeing Dusty and Dustin tag together. Um. And just the chemistry that they had as tag team, you know, obviously they're father and son, but Dusty to me, man, I, and people may disagree with this, but it's going to be hard not to. Dusty had the entire package as far as being a pro wrestler in my eyes. 
Uh, he was a great wrestler in the ring, great on the mic. I mean, he had some of the best promos in the business. He had a great mind for the business. I mean, some of the events that we have nowadays, even today, um, he created. You know, Starcade, he created. The Great American Bash, he created. I think he even created Halloween Havoc as well. You know, he created a lot of good events and then gave a lot of people uh, an avenue and a platform to showcase their craft. And I have nothing but the utmost respect for that and to Dusty for that. I mean, like I said, I think he pretty much gave Ron Simmons, you know, an opportunity to face Luger for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. And Ron ended up getting the win. When I don't think anybody was really looking at Ron Simmons that much as, a, as far as being a top talent at the time for WCW. And Dusty saw something in him, and I respect that. You know, and all his wars that he had with Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen. I mean, it, it's just he—he he had it all, man. He really did. And if you guys never seen a Dusty Rhodes match, go back on the network, check it out. It's just phenomenal. It really is. I mean, great wrestler, man. Very charismatic. Very, just had all that charisma that he had, man. It was just fantastic. And he carried himself well, man. He really did. You know, he wasn't trying to be a heel or anything like that. Like, he was he was the baby face, and he was the people's champ in my eyes. I mean, he fought for the people, and he was for the people. So I have nothing but respect for Dusty Rhodes, man. Um, <clears throat> and, again, it was cool seeing Dustin. I honestly – I know he wrestled under the name Goldust for majority of his – if not all of his WWE career. So it was kind of shocker seeing Dustin Rhodes involved in this match or even in WWF at the time, so that was kind of cool. Um, and, again, the, the boss man match. The boss man match was really good. Um, usually his matches are kind of, eh, you know, kind of mediocre. Not, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from his athletic ability, but it's not like he's going to give you a five-star match. No offense, but it's just, it's just not. You know, he's not you know, not the next Kenny Omega or anything like that. <clears throat> but I do think this was one of his best matches. <clears throat> I do. Uh, he was fired up in this match, very athletic, very competitive. Um, and it was like he wanted to have a good match. And you could definitely see it if you watch this match. Like, he wanted to give it his all. And I... And I you know, I respect that. I really do. Because, you know, you see some of these big guys that wrestle, they just, you know, they're going to use their weight and throw their weight around, you know. But there's some big guys that are wrestling that, you know, they do acrobatic stuff that you don't think they would do, like Vader, but Bam Bam Bigelow, you know. It, and it's just, it's crazy. It really is. So, all in all, I think Bossman had one of his best matches with the Barbarian on this card. And the Royal Rumble, again, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The amount of names they had in there was just great. You know, Rick Martell pretty much getting his ass kicked throughout the entire Royal Rumble and people continuously trying to throw him out. I feel like he pretty much fought everybody in that Royal Rumble at least once. Um, so hats off to Rick Martell. Um, and, you know, again, seeing Shane Douglas there, you know, it was kind of cool. You know, big ECW fan as well. And I know he was a really big name in ECW back in the day. So that was really cool seeing that as well. But uh, all in all, you know, like I said, I usually give these shows a rating out of, you know, one out of ten. I'm going to have to give this like a six and a half, seven. Um, it definitely wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best either. Uh, I mean, I think it, it had a lot of good things about it. Like I said, you know, with all the matches that I, uh, you know, was talking about with Bossman and the Royal Rumble. I just feel like, you know, they could have done a little bit more better quality matches maybe. Um, give me giving this a ten would be absolutely crazy. You know what I mean? I would have to give it a six and a half, maybe seven at the most. Um, but the Rumble was good. It really was. You know, Hulk Hogan getting the win. Everybody can kind of see it happening. So, and he, he was due to win the World Rumble at some point. So, he won the, you know, the 1991 World Rumble. But, um, like I said, I would have to give it like a six and a half and seven. 
So, but anyway, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this podcast today. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classy. Peace.